if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from easy peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday. So May 10th to 12th, you can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular easy peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. So when it comes to introducing our babies to shellfish, shellfish is surprisingly one of the more common pediatric food allergies, but I find it's the one that parents are least inclined to offer because they themselves are not always comfortable making shellfish, but it's really easy to do for babies. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ferraro, and today's episode is all about shellfish, how to introduce your baby to this potentially allergenic food. Now, shellfish is one of the big eight allergenic foods, meaning the eight foods that account for about 90% of food allergy. And fish is also a big eight one. So we did a separate episode on fish. Now we're talking about shellfish. Shellfish, even though it is one of the most common pediatric food allergies, I find it's the one that parents are least inclined to offer to their babies early and often. And maybe that's because we're not super comfortable preparing shrimp or scallops at home, or it's not a food that we normally eat and make at home. But I've got a couple tips for you on a really easy way how you can do that for your baby to make it safe and make it possible for the baby to self-feed. So hang tight. We're going to get into that in a second. A little bit about shellfish as far as statistics go. I mentioned that shellfish are one of the big eight allergenic foods. Okay, so we do want to do these early and often. And there are two categories of shellfish. There's, uh, for example, crustacea, which are like shrimp and crab and lobster. And the reactions from 
the crustacea tend to be more pronounced than those from mollusks. And mollusks are the other category of shellfish. So clams and mussels and oysters and scallops. And not all people will react to both. Um, In one particular study, they showed only a 14% cross-reactivity, meaning if you were allergic to crustacean, they also had established allergy to mollusks. So we generally recommend introducing these foods early and often. And then parents will say, well, how many grams of shellfish protein should I introduce to my baby how many times in order for it to quote unquote count as an exposure? And I want you guys to know that we don't know the answer to that, okay? The guidance on allergy introduction, it's almost purposefully vague. Introduce these foods early and often. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So in my five-step feeding framework, I introduce five new foods per week to the baby Monday to Thursday, I do the low-risk foods. One new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a new starch on Wednesday, a new protein on Thursday. But on Friday, I introduce a food from the challenge category. The challenge category includes the big eight allergenic foods, plus some of the trickier textures and more complex flavor profiles. But the first eight weeks of baby led weaning, I go right through those big eight allergenic foods. Week nine, I do sesame. Sesame is not one of the big eight, but sesame allergy is on the rise. We're going to do a sesame-specific episode very soon for you. I already have a podcast episode for all seven of the other big eight allergenic foods. And shellfish, we're listing as number eight, but it's still important to do early and often. I generally will introduce foods to a baby. I have them eating at six to seven months, one to two times a day. At eight to nine months, I like to see the baby eating two to three times a day. So if you're doing the big eight allergenic foods within the first eight weeks of feeding solids, your baby's eating at least two times a day is what we generally say. So I like to introduce that allergenic food twice in that day. On Friday, I'll do shrimp I like to do shrimp patties, and I'll explain how I do that in a second. But I'll do that twice in one day on Friday. I'll do it twice on Saturday. I'll do the shellfish twice on Sunday with no other new foods in between. Because, yes, we do want to build in a pad between the introduction of the allergenic foods in order to observe for any reaction. But there's nothing harmful or unsafe about introducing a low-risk food one new food per day. But, again, when you get to Friday and you're doing the allergenic food, don't do any other new foods for the next few days. Monday, I go right back to introducing a new food, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll do that shellfish and observe for any potential reaction. Now, please keep in mind that the reaction to a potentially allergenic food, if it does cause a reaction, it will often be on the second or subsequent exposure. So some parents are like, yeah, I gave my baby shrimp once. We did that. Boom, knock it off the list that is. It doesn't really work that way. You do need to do it a number of times. So I think five or six times over the course of a weekend is adequate to count for early and often. 
I'll tell you guys a story real quick though. Um, with one of my quadruplets, when they were babies, we had done shrimp. So I like to do shrimp in patties. Um, I'll uh, do shrimp in the food processor with a few other ingredients. And I'll link to the recipes that I use on the show notes for this episode, which is blwpodcast.com slash 41. And I did shrimp from the babies, the quadruplets, a couple of times. And then I remember we went to a Super Bowl party when they were just about one year old and we'd had ceviche there. So I gave them ceviche on some crackers. Um, and within the hour, one of my quadruplets, Dylan, he had well, looked like welts on his face. And he was saying, he was kind of like complaining and you could tell, oh gosh, he's got like a little rash around his face. So I had some children's Benadryl um, at the house we were at and I got some, I had called his pediatrician. I knew his dose based on his weight. It went away, no big deal. Uh, but he had had shrimp four or five times prior to that. And yet one time he reacted to it. Now he also happened to be, it was like cold and flu season. He happened to be sick at the same time. And we were, I was talking to the pediatrician. I was like, do you think this is true food allergy? Cause I had then given him shellfish a few more times that weekend with the Benadryl close by just to see if he would react. And he didn't. And the pediatrician said, you know, no, very unlikely for him. Your kids have no other food allergies, very low risk. I'm not even going to test. Went away with Benadryl. Didn't react on subsequent exposures. But sometimes when children are immunocompromised, like he was already sick with some kind of snotty cold stuff, that they'll be more inclined to react to certain foods. And uh, he was only one at the time. Whenever we have any sort of shellfish now, he's like, Mom, I can't eat this. Do you remember when I was a baby, the one time it turned my face red? Like, you don't, you can't possibly remember that, but I feel like maybe I tell that story. And now in his head, he thinks he remembers it, but he's able to eat shellfish with no problem. But again, he'd already had it a few times before he had this little reaction. So don't expect it to always occur if there is a reaction on the first exposure. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Well, if you're into true crime and you also dig traveling, I want to tell you about a new podcast you are going to love. The new podcast is called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that all take place on vacation. So the show is hosted by a true crime fanatic and her comedy writer husband, and he has a TV producing partner. So Slaycation brings a totally unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, what the heck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong from the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, their two recently engaged lovebirds, whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended up underwater. Every episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that will intrigue you. I think you're going to love the discussion between the longtime married couple and the business partners. They also happen to be an Emmy-nominated TV producer's Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you guys are interested in learning more about that five-step feeding framework that I was talking about, I teach a free online workshop every week called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. It's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. A link to the workshop sign up in the show notes for this episode, that's blwpodcast.com slash 41. Everyone on that free Baby Led Weaning for Beginners workshop gets a copy of my 100 First Foods list so you can start knocking out these 100 different foods, including the big eight allergenic foods for your baby. But back to the shrimp, the way I like to do it is in a shrimp patty. So I'll make like Thai style shrimp cakes. So 
cakes or patties or fritters, whatever you want to call them. I puree or I process the ingredients in a food processor, not puree. I chop it up very fine. You could do it without a food processor. Work it into a patty form, fry it, cut those into strips that the baby can then scoop or rake up and feed themselves. It is fine to feed a baby shrimp or scallops. They're more rubbery textures and they certainly can be more challenging. I do that once the baby has at least one tooth or more teeth and has tried a variety of different textures. In the second week of baby led weaning, when I'm doing isolated soft foods, I would not give a baby shrimp at six months of age who doesn't have teeth and who hasn't tried very many foods. So if you go to my Instagram page, baby led wean team, and you go to the top, it's a highlights for the hundred first foods. Shrimp is day 39. And if you click into the shrimp highlight, you can see a bunch of videos of how different families prepared shrimp and shellfish for their babies, mostly using shrimp though. Um, I did a Thai style shrimp cake. There's another mom on there. Um, she made these shrimp patties with cilantro and lemon juice. She did some egg and oat flour. Again, if it has multiple ingredients, we're generally feeding those to older babies, eight months of age or older. Um, but there's also some older babies on there eating like just the actual shrimp. Uh, one mom made it with olive oil and lemon and dill. Again, I think seeing really is believing. So rather than explaining all of these recipes to you on a podcast, just go to Instagram, baby led wean team, check out day 39 of the hundred first foods content. You can either check it out in the highlights up top on my Instagram, or if you scroll all the way back in my feed, I started this page out with the hundred first foods content, three posts per day. Again, that's food number 39 is shrimp. Tons of great ideas there on how you can make patties or make fritters, fry them up, serve them to your baby who can then self-feed. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning briefly about shellfish. The show notes again for this episode with everything that I mentioned linked up is at blwpodcast.com slash 41. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye now. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.